This is the Budget Minded Traveler podcast, episode 20. Welcome to the Budget Minded Traveler podcast, your source for the tips and tactics that will inspire and equip you to travel the world. And the best part, it won't break your bank. And now, the Budget Minded Traveler herself and your host, Jackie LaLainen. Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome to episode 20 of the Budget Minded Traveler podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I've got a great interview in store for you with Matt Wilson, who is the founder of Under 30 CEO. I think he's currently 28 years old. And he's going to tell you about how a random trip to Iceland completely changed his life and inspired him to create a company that offers travel experiences for young people. And the demographic that he targets is between 21 and 35 years of age, even though he calls the company under30experiences.com. Um, So if that's you, you could be especially interested in this episode. If you don't consider yourself part of that demographic, I'm sure you will still find something inspiring out of this episode. Matt is just one of those people. So I will let him explain how he started under30experiences.com and tell you a little bit more about that. So hope you guys enjoy this episode with Matt Wilson from under30ceo.com and under30experiences.com. Okay, I've got Matt Wilson from Under 30 Experiences on the line. Matt, how's it going? Jackie, good, good. How about yourself? I am great. Thanks for asking. (laughs) So you, where are you in the world right now? So I am calling you from uh, from Paris today. From Paris. And how, how long have you been there? Well, I have, I arrived here in the middle of May. Um, and so that would be, that would be several months, but, uh, it's kind of funny because I went back to South America for one of those months. So I, I kind of have a, tri- a crazy travel schedule, but, um, yeah, I'm back here in Paris. That's awesome. And are you just like, are you renting an apartment? Or are you just kind of hanging out there for the summer? Yeah, that's uh, that's the plan. My girlfriend's actually Parisian, so that um, that is the reason that I'm here. Oh well, that makes everything really easy then. <laughs> yeah, and I'm trying to learn French, but uh, it's been a struggle. Yeah, how's that going? Do you speak any? Well, yeah, yes, I, I luck. I can understand a lot more, and you know, I'm I've been pretty absorbed into the culture pretty quickly here. Yeah, no kidding. And my Spanish is finally getting good, and now to switch to a third language, um, it's not the easiest, but uh, I'm I'm getting a hold of it, hang of it. Yeah, you know, at least it's still um, a romance language. What a are you just referring to English and then Spanish and then French? Or? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> Not, yeah. No others. Hey, you never know. I mean, you're a traveler, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it, it's a little, I mean, it's nice when you know English and Spanish and try to pick up another romance language. So the words are so similar. I'm just struggling with the sentence structure and just the fact that when I speak, people still don't quite, or they understand me, but they speak back to me in English and, you know, just common struggles. Yeah. You know, I get so frustrated when that happens. I get so disappointed. It's like, I'm not doing well enough for them to just speak to me in their language. You know, it's it's really discouraging. Yeah. and, And in Spanish, I'm confident enough where I'll tell them, no, don't speak to me in, no, don't speak to me in English. But in French, I know I'll need it at some point during the conversation. And so I can't, I can't even fake it yet. Mm -hmm. 
Well, cool. I mean, just after a few months, I'm sure you're you're better off than where you started. So the gr- the best way to do it is immersion. So that's that's awesome that you get to spend the summer there. For sure. Yeah. Um, so I know we just kind of went off on a tangent about language, but um, <laughs> since we don't really know who you are yet, why don't you um, just take a couple minutes to uh, maybe tell us a little bit about your background so we can get an idea of just where you come from? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I graduated from uh, from college, or I now call it university, because usually all the other parts of the you know the world call it university and not yeah. college. So I graduated in two thousand eight, and um, I went and uh, started a business under thirty CEO dot com uh, with my co founder Jared O'Toole and. Working for startups and yourself, as glamorous as it is, um, and as fun as it is, and as fulfilling as it is, you know, we we help young people start businesses. Um, it is a long time in front of your computer and in your apartment, and uh, in a city like New York, where you think you have to be because that's where the other startups on the East Coast are. And uh, it got to be it got to be a lot for me. And I, I took a random trip to Iceland um, about three years ago now. And I said, wait a second, I need to be doing more of this in my life and have less time in front of the computer and also be able to pay that forward to other young people. Um, so I started a travel company called Under 30 Experiences. And now we bring, we get young people out uh, from in front of their computers and their cubicles and their desks and do something, you know, really meaningful and, and really fun and go travel. I love that. Um, and I, you know, I, when you were talking about being in, in your apartment in front of your computer, I mean, that is definitely me at the moment, you know, with the couple of startups. And I mean, so I can relate to that. But as a traveler, too, you know, I mean, whoa, you get out of that. And that's it does. It just kind of hits you, you know, like the whole world is just out there. And, you know, you're take you're spending too much time in your in your own town or whatever it is. And so it's interesting to hear that your first trip was to Iceland because that's pretty random. Was there a reason that it was Iceland? Did you just so decide always, to go? I always call it the random trip to Iceland, <laughs> um, but it could not have been more random because I got a an email um, from someone who reads Under 30 CEO and basically they said, hey, Matt, uh, we'd love to invite you to Iceland so that you can see what's going on here um, and look into the effects of climate change on uh, on young entrepreneurs and their businesses in the tourism industry. And we'd like to take you to the Blue Lagoon and to mm. go up on the volcano that erupted in 2010, I think is the one next door, I think is erupting right now. Mm. Um, and, you know, we'd like to take you to the backcountry to see the waterfalls and the glaciers and these mystical islands off the, the south coast, uh, the Westman Islands. And I got this email and, you know, I didn't even think it was real. I didn't even I, I never considered Iceland in my entire life, mm-hmm. um, you know, other than that it was a small island in the North Atlantic. And so I said, yeah, sign me up. Let's let's go. Um, no and so, kidding. Yeah, and so I uh, I went out there on on 
behalf of this project. And literally, it was almost midnight, um, and I was on top of the Tinfuth Glacier. And I've even learned how to say the name of the volcano that none of the news anchors could could say, Eiffel Yukuth. And wow. um, yeah, was standing up there. Yeah, standing up there. And I said, wait a second. You know, I'm watching the sunset at almost midnight on top of a glacier, staring at this huge volcano. Uh, I think that I want to take a little bit of a uh, change of course in my life. So, and you know, it's even more fulfilling when you can get other people involved in that. Of course, I can relate to that. Um, that's so awesome. So the first lesson, you guys listening, if someone invites you something like this, you say yes and you go because how much did that change your life? Wow, that's so incredible. No, that that's exactly right. And, and you know, you had actually just said, Jackie, that uh, that you were stuck in your your apartment uh, working on your startups and doing your web development. But you live in in Bozeman, Montana, which is in one of the most desirable places I think in the you know in the world or in the country to be able to live. So you're you're pretty lucky. You don't have it so you don't have have it so bad. You have wireless internet there and and can work from anywhere. No. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not complaining. I, I very carefully chose this place. So, I mean, you know, as we, we, we literally kind of just went on a road trip and over the whole like West side of the country and chose Bozeman. So it, it wasn't, um, wasn't by accident, I should say that, that I am here, but, but yeah, I mean, going back to, uh, <laughs> this is so funny, but you just said something about the, the blue lagoon. And I just have to say, I, I just like yesterday or the day before posted something on the budget minded traveler Facebook page about the blue lagoon, because it's so incredibly beautiful. You know, it's like Iceland is already on my bucket list, but that blue lagoon, like you look at the pictures, it's like, whoa, can we go tomorrow? You know, like I want to be there right now. It, it is. Uh, yeah, it, it's pretty incredible. And we, we do that as our kind of our last stop, um, because it's, it's actually conveniently located near the airport. Um, oh. And yeah, it's actually really pretty, you know, not so far from Reykjavik and close to the, to the airport. Um, and I mean, it is, it is amazing and it's a, a, such a nice place to relax. I mean, it's a, a geothermal hot spring. And so, yeah, we have everybody relax there before getting on their, their flight home. Um, and you know, it's most of the flights leave at 5 PM, um, in you know European European time, I think they're on on GMT, and then you f- you get home, and it's only about a five hour flight, uh, you know, to to East Coast at least, and so you can fly back to New York, and it's only seven p.m. and you're on the ground. Wow, that's kind of crazy. And I know that Iceland Air actually offers like incentive to to take them when you go to Europe. They'll give you, um, not that this episode was meant to be about Iceland, but um you know, they'll, they'll offer you like a layover for like three days or something on your way over to to seven days, seven day free stopover is what the, what it was for uh, a little while. And, um, you know, if you're flying anywhere in Europe, I definitely suggest taking advantage of that. No Um, kidding. Even just, even in December I fly and it's, it's really pretty inexpensive, but Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm flying home from Paris back to New York in December and it's going to be maybe $450 one way. It's, it's really mm-hmm. not so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. 
Um, so, and I know that that's one of the spots where you take people for under 30 experiences, but I wanted to talk about this business of yours. Um, the first thing that I <laughs> loved on your website, I'm looking at your website and it says this, our mission is to make travel more fun, stress-free and accessible to young people. We believe our generation needs to see the world in order to understand it. Boom. I love that. I mean, that's like why I'm doing what I'm doing is because I 100% agree with that statement right there that we believe our generation needs to see the world in order to understand it. So I guess going from that, like if, if that's the mission of your company, um, maybe tell us a little more about it and how, you know, how it works and, and what these trips look like. Sure. So most of, uh, most of the people who come on our trips, um, are you know young professionals who spend a lot of time like I did in front of their computer and behind their desks and they wish that um, you know they wish that they could probably travel internationally but it takes a lot of planning um, all of their friends are probably saving for a ring and a down payment on a house or um, any of the other things that we sign ourselves up for and this uh, at this age range and you know as someone on a recent trip said they were tired of waiting for their friends to do something cool and so they found uh, an under 30 experiences group to go with and she mm -hmm. came with us to the the rainforest of Costa Rica and, you know, it was a short five-day trip. Um, our itineraries are all maximized so that, you know, you hit the ground on, on like a Wednesday, for example, for our Costa Rica trip. You only had to take three days off of work. Mm -hmm. um, most of our trips are over holiday weekends and, you know, you're to the beach by the afternoon um, and you didn't have to plan it or worry about, Hey, where do I go when I when I hit the you know when I hit the ground and everybody is saying hey you know taxi amigo right. and you're <laughs> you're wondering where to go and and all of that so we try to take the stress out of all uh, out of all of that um, and the planning and just hey sign up and then it but it's not you know it might look like hand holding at first but then we really uh, get people to we bring somewhere uh, people somewhere that's authentic and they have time to explore on their own and with other people with other individuals on the in the group um so it's not a tour in any way it's not like uh we're bringing everybody around in a cruise ship and you don't have any say of what you do we just kind of we're just more facilitators and we say right. hey we have this awesome place in nicaragua and we know we're the best beach is and the best bungalows are and by the way you can play soccer with the school kids and um, meet some some women who are, are working on microfinance projects who will invite us into their home and you know it's the kind of stuff that you wouldn't normally just be able to figure out how to do on your own is what we really try to specialize in and that's great because there I mean you kind of hit it on the head with our age group I guess because you focus on people under the age of 35, right? That's right. And what's generally the youngest age? Uh, 21. 21. Okay. And that is a great age group for, you know, people being ambitious and being really busy. And I mean, not, not believing that they have time or money to be able to travel, um, you know, which is, you know, I mean, that's a big part of my demographic, my listeners as well. 
Um, but you guys are just saying, Hey, here's an option for you. It's only going to take a few days, but you get all of this, this, and this, you know, and this cultural experience that's really amazing because the logistics of traveling are what often turn people away. You know, they just don't even know where to start, which is another thing that, you know, I'm trying to do with the budget minded traveler. But I mean, I would love one day I kind of, I know I aspire to lead trips as well. And so I love what you're doing because you're bringing these people together and saying, Hey, you know, even if you don't have a friend who does it, I mean, I traveled alone until basically until I got married, you know, I mean, you just don't have that companionship. Um, if you really want to travel and your friends just don't want to go or they don't have the money, what do you do? You know, you either go alone or you turn to tours like this. And so I think that's awesome. Good job. Yeah, and, and um, you know, a lot of our people, you know, we don't really a lot of a lot of our travels w- will come with us, get the experience over abroad or it's their abroad or overseas, and it's their quick fix, and then they have to get back to work. Um, but then they'll plan out their life in the future and say, you know. I'd really like to be able to move to Europe or, you know mm-hmm. what, I, yeah, I loved Central America and I'd really like to be able to go backpack, you know, maybe I'll quit my job one day and start in Nicaragua and make it all the way down to, uh, to Patagonia. And there's, you know, we have examples of people who do this all the, all the time, um, who've traveled with us and, you know, the cool thing is we try to sit, we try to get the, because Americans in general don't travel as much as, as, you know, for example, the French have two months off from work. So, you know, when we have 10, when we as Americans have only 10 days off, um, it's a little bit of a a time constraint. And so we try to, you know, we try to say, hey, and attract everyone with the beaches and the rainforests and the volcanoes and Machu Picchu and, uh, and Bali and, and places like this. Right. And, but then, because our staff are uh, very experienced travelers, then we'll, we'll say, all right, well, by the way, guys, we're in the rainforest of Costa Rica and we brought you here, but also take a look at some of the things you might not have realized on a, a westernized resort or at the hostel. Um, you know, we're here on an eco lodge that is mm-hmm. all the food is grown on the premises and look at their efforts f- for sustainability. And it might be your first time doing yoga or meditating and all that's available on the ranch. And so it's not so much tours like we try to see the whole country. We just bring you to a really cool place with a bunch of really cool people and let the magic kind of happen from there. Right. So you can get the most out of wherever it is that you are. Exactly. Because our gripe with with tours, honestly, is you spend all the time checking in and out of the hotels (laughs) and in the bus and you don't come back with a tan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You know, and the other cool thing about, cause you guys do short trips, but, um, I don't know if you heard that. That was my dog, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> no, I missed it. so you guys do short trips and, um, it, you know, it doesn't like what you were saying, how people come home and they're like, Oh, well, you know, maybe one day I'll move to Europe or whatever. I mean, right there, it doesn't take long for travel to change your life, you know? And so even if this is all you can afford with your, with your schedule, 
is just a short trip, you know, at least it's something. And that's what I love. I mean, a lot of people think that, I mean, there's just this, this misunderstanding about, about travel that a, it's super expensive and that B it's not worth it. If you can only go for a couple of days, you know, like people don't even think about going to Costa Rica for a weekend, you know, or a long, I mean, but somewhere like that is, is completely doable because it's it's close by I mean relatively speaking you know you wouldn't really want to do that to Europe because you can't really get there and back in a weekend but um you know but even just offering these short stints and just kind of going 100% in for the five days or whatever um it's just so oh just so worth it you know if that's all you can do um yeah like we we try to design our our Central America trips, uh, like our starter trip to Costa Rica. I mean, it, there's no jet lag. It's only mm-hmm. a few hours from like a, from a Houston yeah. or an Austin or a Miami. It's only five hours from New York, um, and it's less than uh, you know uh, that trip is six hundred and forty five dollars. Right. I mean, it doesn't include your airfare, but that's a <laughs> that's a really good a good deal on a trip. Yeah. And I was going to ask you about that. Um, will you let us know where, where do you guys go and what, what are the prices and how long are these trips? Like just in general, like what are, what are the numbers? What are we looking at? Sure. Sure. So I know your, your, um, your podcast is called the budget minded traveler. So I'm happy to, to address that. Um, you know, so our our cheapest trip um, is the the we call it our starter trip. Mm-hmm. It's to Costa Rica. It's to Manuel Antonio National Park. You have it's five days. Um, we pick you up at the the airport. We bring you right to the beach. Mm-hmm. You have beautiful beautiful beaches and the the jungle right there, which is difficult to find. Um, right. You know, in a sh- it's difficult to find it in the same location, mm-hmm. um, and so you still experience the the monkeys and the and the sloths and all that, as well as get a chance to surf or hang out at the beach and and do that kind of thing. So. That kind of trip is, you know, a five-day trip um, to, yeah, to, to Costa Rica. Um, you know, we have our Iceland trip, which surprisingly enough, that's also only five a five-day trip. Um, and we'll do a lot of those on holiday weekends, like we did one Columbus Day and Memorial Day. Um, and so that's only two days off of work for everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. and it's, again, it's only like a five-hour flight. Um, and that one, uh, I believe our early sign up, uh, don't quote me on it is 1195, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's by far, it's, it's the cheapest, actually one of the least expensive trips on the market for an Iceland group travel. Um, mm-hmm. it's a really, yeah, it's a really good deal. Um, and then we have trips that are more involved, like Machu Picchu, where the moving parts are flying into Lima, you have to stay a night in Lima because nice. Machu Picchu, you know, it wasn't discovered for 500 years because it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And so you take a plane up to up to Cusco, you acclimate, um, you, you know, you acclimate for a day. Then you take the train uh, up to Machu Picchu, which is an incredible experience. Um, oh, you guys don't do the hike. Oh, I guess you don't have we, enough time. We don't do the Inca. We don't do the Inca Trail. Um, no, it's actually they're very selective on who they let. Uh, they're, they're actually cutting the numbers um, now because they're they're really trying to preserve the area. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, we do the train, and it's um, yeah, and it's I think that trip is like. 
twelve or thirteen hundred dollars. Um, yeah, so they're all we we try to, and that has a lot of moving parts. That includes you know the train ticket that in, which is like a three hundred dollar train, the plane trip uh, to Cusco round trip, which is like another three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Your guides, um, you know, your breakfasts, your dinners, and so yeah, we try to put together really nice packages that that are affordable. And you get to go and uh, explore these packages before they exist, right? Exactly. I get to to build them. Actually, Jackie, this morning um, I was walking around Paris with a um, with a real estate agent who does uh, short term rentals, and I'm trying to secure five uh, nice apartments in Le Marais, the the hottest part of uh, of Paris for a week um, coming up in May so we can bring a group of travelers. But, you know, we don't want them to stay in the little tiny European hotels where they can't interact with each other. We want them to have a real Parisian experience and, and stay in, in nice apartments where, where it's, you know, cool to live. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> and you're, uh, you're off to um, Bali tomorrow, right? Don't you have a trip yes. there? Yes, I fly tomorrow to Singapore and then Singapore to Bali. And yeah, we have two back-to-back trips coming in. Um, rough life, huh? It's, uh, <laughs> you know, honestly, Jackie, it's, it's uh, like it doesn't seem real when I explain it to you. But yeah. next year is getting so busy. Um, you know, from, our, from what we've booked up is that uh, our team is going to be busier than I am. I'm going to have to run the uh run the operations and i'm not mm-hmm. going to be able to be on all the trips oh wow you know that's great though i mean good for you you know it's working and you're able to touch all of these lives on the way which is so incredible i have a it, feeling it, that uh you might be getting some signups after this episode <laughs> no and you know the nice part it's so nice to see right like i say oh it's it's my baby and um it's growing up and it's becoming larger than I, than I am. And, but, you know, to be able to see our team and our staff who have held their full-time jobs while working for us on the side and getting to take their vacation days and come and travel with us um, and talking to people on the, the phone who are interested in traveling after their nine-to-five jobs, um, they're now be, being able to get that experience of, you know, potentially living in a place like Bali or Costa Rica for the winter like I get to and you know they get to experience that as well so and they get to then experience paying it forward to our travelers so Mm -hmm. that's uh yeah that's a really cool thing for for uh for us to all be a part of yeah such a great opportunity really all around how how many people go on these trips so our Smallest group um, is 12 people, and our largest group is 20 people. Um, So, like, for for example, uh, if it's a more – so they're all boutique experiences, um, but, like, for – Bali or Machu Picchu, it's a little bit of a smaller group because there's more moving parts and it's more, you know, it's a more intimate atmosphere. You're seeing, like, you know – so what some people consider spiritual meccas of the wor- world in Bali and, and, you know, this, this thing that is Machu Picchu that nobody yeah, can quite understand. So, you know, we don't need to be standing there with 20 or 20 
five people. Um, but our, our like our trip to Costa Rica um, or Nicaragua, I mean, we go to the beach and it's it's like a big playground. Um, or we go to the rainforest, like that eco lodge I told you about, and it's a big playground for everybody. Mm-hmm. So you know, a group, a little bit larger group, max at twenty, um, really is it, it makes it even more fun. Yeah, that's so great. Um, I love the whole idea around under 30 experiences, I think. And you guys remember, it's um, under 35, really. <laughs> it really but, is. Uh, it's actually just a dumb name. but uh, <laughs> Well, it came from under 30 CEO, which is pretty cool. So, I mean, I, it I get is, that. It is, it is. And, you know, the nice part is people have sat around on our trips, around the, you know, around the campfire or, or around the... Uh, whatever on the beach and said, Hey, wouldn't it be fun if we all had a reunion, but in 10 years when we might have kids. And so there could be legs to, okay, it might not be under 30 anymore, but it could be, uh, you know, a, a, an experience for a a different, uh, demographic. There's always room to grow, right? Exactly. So how has this whole thing you know, starting with your Iceland trip, how has travel changed your life? Well, that is a, uh, that is definitely an interesting question. I, I spend a lot less time in my apartment as you can, as you can imagine. Um, and you know, I've been opened up to, uh, to a whole world of, I mean, okay. I mean, I mean, just to think about it, it's, I've learned, you know, I've, I've learned Spanish. I have and now attempting to learn French. I've learned to surf. Um, I've gotten into yoga. Um, I have been because of our, that, that, uh, eco lodge in, in Costa Rica. And now I primarily only eat organic foods. Um, I've been able to take much better care of myself because I'm not just, my life is no longer all about work. Um, you know, it's, I, I have a different, relationship of course with my family and friends back home now um which is of course always challenging but i learned to appreciate the time that we do spend when we're together um yeah there's there's so many different ways but uh you know and and then when i'm back home you know what we always say is it's not about what you do while you're on your travel it's about you know, what it's, what inspires you to do after. And so this Iceland example, what was what I decided to do after, but we have all these people, you know, we have a a web designer who decided to go back to Latin America and build websites for, uh, for communities who could benefit from them. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, all just, there's just so much that, that can come of it. So, but for me personally, yeah, I've, (laughs) I've certainly, uh, yeah, it's been an interesting two and a half years to say the least. I love it. And really, you just mentioned a ton of stuff. I mean, good job answering that question because really travel reaches so deep into life, you know, and there's so many aspects of life that it, that it touches and you just really listed a whole bunch of them. And one of the things that I noticed as I was listening to you say those things is those are all the things that people have like on their to-do list someday, you know, like I'm going to learn to surf someday. I'm going to get into yoga someday. Like I'm going to learn a language, this language or that language at some point when I stop, you know, being too busy or whatever. And so, um, 
it's so great to be able to live that stuff out every day, you know? <laughs> so, and, and, and I completely, I completely agree. I'm so glad that you said that. And, you know, it's not just like I've been, you know, in like people, my friends at home, right. They think I'm just in Costa Rica, just surfing or just doing yoga yeah. or just <laughs> like, but also like, by the way, I've been able to run what's, what's now a successful business but not, you know, I'm not aging like the rest of my friends are, um, you know, at home. Like I had my, my very best friend. I came home and somebody said, somebody said, you know, uh, our buddy who I won't even name his name. He said, you were, they said, you were gone 10 months. And, uh, well, I'll say his name because it just sounds better. And Tyler aged 10 years. Oh. And, well, Tyler works for a startup uh-huh. and, uh, he, he's put through the ringer every single day and, um, you know, life, life is too short to, to take years off your life in my opinion. Yeah, no, I mean, I obviously am on board with that. You know, your, your gray hairs are going to come later, <laughs> much later in life than, than a lot of people, you know? I hope so. <laughs> um, so on that note, then, what advice would you give to someone wanting to travel internationally who thinks that they can't make it happen, whether it's because of time or money or anything? So I honestly, I would just say, um, make travel a priority if you can. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, of course, right? Like those are th- the things that I just mentioned are things that are on everyone's bucket list and that people say I should it should do right, but they're not. They're not a priority, you know. If learning to surf really was your priority, well, then you probably would have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, or if learn if if skiing thirty days a year was your priority, then you know maybe you wouldn't do. You know, maybe you'd uh, a stupid example, but cancel your gym membership so you could buy lift tickets, or maybe you wouldn't. Um, you know, maybe you wouldn't live in such a nice apartment or decide to buy a new car when you said, you know what, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll take on an extra roommate and take that money and be able to go to travel with it. Um, like there's so, there's so many solutions if you really think about it and you set your mind to it, but most people just think that it's unattainable or think that, you know, all the stuff that I'm talking about is, you know, like, oh, well, you know, he's just some entrepreneur guy and he already had his own business so he could go and just go travel. Um, but anybody can do it if they, if they mm-hmm. really want to, honestly. So just, yeah. just do it. I mean, is about the bet and make it a priority and, and figure it out if that's, if that's what you want to do with your life. Well said. Actually, my second podcast episode was about priorities because when it comes down to it, that is the answer in one word to how do you travel internationally so often? You know, it's because travel is basically, you know, besides the essential essentials that I have to pay for, it's my number one priority. I make it happen, you know, and just, I mean, you just, you said it perfectly. I don't really need to reiterate it, but <laughs> that was like the best answer to that question. Cause I, I mean, I completely agree. That's kind of what I preach too. You know, if, if you want it badly enough, you will find a way to make it happen. It's just a matter of, of making it a priority. So no, yeah. absolutely. Jackie, I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. Well, 
I think that that's a great place to, uh, to wrap this up. So one last question, if, uh, if anybody wants to learn more about, you know, under 30 experiences or say hi to you, where would they look for that? Yeah, obviously we'd love to, um, yeah, love to talk to, to anybody, whether about traveling with us or just, you know, if you're interested in going to any of these places, we have experience and, and we're just looking to, to help. Um, and so under30experiences.com is a great place to, to find us and check out what we're doing or, or just send me an email, um, Matt, M-A-T-T, at under30experiences.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Matt, for uh, coming on and sharing with all of us today. And uh, we can only wish you the best as you go off to Bali tomorrow. <laughs> thank you, Jackie. I'm I guess, looking forward to yeah, it. Yeah. I guess by the time this episode airs, you'll probably be in the middle of your second trip or something. So I hope it goes well. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. And we'll have to catch up again soon because I, I mean, I definitely am going to gonna get on the under 30 experiences train and, and follow what you guys are doing. I think it's amazing. So you thanks know, a lot. You- Jackie, you said you said if anybody gives you an offer like to go to Iceland, you should take it. Well, yeah. I heard your offer offline about coming to Bozeman, Montana, and I'm going to take it. All right, good. I'll see you in Bozeman then. That sounds <laughs> that great. Sounds good, Jackie. <laughs> thanks. All right, thanks. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Matt Wilson. Definitely an amazing opportunity to travel if that is the kind of group sort of niche that you're looking to travel with, um, check out under30experiences.com. And you can find the show notes for this episode at thebudgetmindedtraveler.com slash 20 for episode 20. And before I go, I just have one announcement. I am super happy to announce that the, I'm sure you guys have heard of my book by now, The Aspiring Traveler's Handbook, which has been available in print for nearly a year now. And next week is actually the one year anniversary of having published it. And to celebrate, I am launching the ebook. Finally, <laughs> it's something that I actually wanted to do at the beginning, but it just didn't happen until now. So what's great about that is that it becomes mobile. You can throw it on your Kindle, take it with you as you travel so you can reference it. It's all clickable and everything. So it's a really great deal. It's going to be on Amazon for $9.99 as of next week. So definitely check that out if you're interested. And um, yeah, that's it for me for this week. So I'll see you guys next time. Thanks. Take care.